welcome your backup plan tribe to this week's topic, the mystery about lupus. Imagine, um, I love talking about this subject today because we don't hear enough about it. So let's get started. Absolutely. Let's get this party on the road. Welcome your backup plan tribe, all our listeners today. If you are new here, please like, share, and subscribe to our channel. You can right here, down here, there's a subscribe button. Please click on that and click on the bell so you get notified of any live broadcast that we have or any um, uploaded videos that we do. I'm a little bit slow today. I'm not really sure what's going on with that, but that's okay. We'll get this party going anyways. Um, I interview real life people each and every day, um, each every week. I can't believe the amount of guests that we've had from all over the world. Amazing, amazing people. I have met so many um, friends from this whole process. It's truly, truly blessed from this from this beautiful show that we have going. Um, it's coming up to a year almost already. Um, my name is Tina Ginn. I am an emergency preparedness coach, a best-selling author of In the Blink of an Eye, and a financial expert and an app developer of Your Backup Plan app. And we uh, are located here in beautiful Vancouver, BC. Um, we have a special topic talking about taboo on our podcast about lupus. It's just another taboo subject that isn't brought out enough, talked about enough, discussed, um, all of these types of things that you don't talk about that we are going to get out there. There is a true mystery about autoimmune diseases. And I know our guest from uh, Denver, Colorado today is going to help us find out what those mysteries are. So uh, welcome to your backup plan. Uh, your backup plan app puts your life all in one place, all up in your head. That's all the stuff up in your head into one place. So it's accessible for yourself. It's accessible for your guest user when needed. Um, so it takes that painful aftermath out of a tragedy. So you're not worried about uh, that five-minute evacuation. What are you going to take? It's all organized for you. You just grab it and go. It's just like your jacket. It's like your purse. Um, in case of theft, in case of identity theft, in case you lost your passport, in case you um, had to go in the hospital and no one's there to look after your dog or your cat. So these are the kinds of things that your backup plan app helps you put your life all in one place. Now, the Emerging Blueprint is going to help you with worksheets, a library of videos that will be coming out very, very soon. And I'd also like to welcome uh, my German listeners, because you guys are really, truly kicking ass when it comes to listening to our podcasts. So, um, meine deutsche Freunde, and I can't read today. Isn't that crazy? Let's try this again. Let's put my glasses on. <laughs> Meine deutsche Freunde sind unserem Podcast willkommen. Wenn Sie Kommentare haben, können Sie gern Fragen stellen. Also danke für deine Freundschaft. So thank you so much for coming, listening to our show, our podcast on all of the different platforms. You can choose which one you want to listen to it with. Thank you so much. Now Ireland is coming up in the ranks and I will have to practice on my Irish accent to welcome my Ireland group. So thank you so very, very, very much. Thank you all my listeners. You mean a lot to us. Thank you. So uh, on that note, let's welcome Andrea Linda that she is going to talk about to us about mystery about lupus. Welcome, welcome Andrea. There thank you are. <laughs> thank you, it's a pleasure to be here, Tina. You're welcome. I love having you come on our show today to talk about the true mystery about your journey with lupus. I'm very excited to hear it from point A to Z. And um, so 
let's get the party started. Let's talk about how it all started for you. Sure. Yes, absolutely. So it was a number of years ago, seems like a, a lifetime ago, almost. <laughs> in my 20s, I started flying airplanes and absolutely fell in love with aviation, every piece of it, wanted to know all about it. And so from the age 25 to 30 was flying a ton, going through my ranks and all the ratings and teaching people how to fly and got my commercial and won some scholarships to do some other things. And it was really a fun time, but I wasn't taking care of my body, wasn't taking care of the spirit. And at the age of 30, my body just broke. It just broke and wouldn't do what I was asking it to do any longer. Um, we, my first episode, if you will, we were in Hawaii enjoying a wonderful, just blissful time in Hawaii. It's our favorite place to go. How and, can you not? How oh, can right? I know. It was absolutely gorgeous. And the last day we were going to leave in the morning and on the way to breakfast, I decided I was just going to steal a few more minutes in the sun, but I hadn't put on any sunscreen or anything because I was all dressed, ready to go. And the sun can bring on a flare up in terms of autoimmune, particularly lupus. But I didn't know this because I just, this was, hadn't even started yet. But when we boarded the first airplane and they shut the door and we're rolling down the runway and we were just taking a short hop from Kauai to Honolulu all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. I was just gasping for air and scary place to be when that's happening. I didn't say anything to my husband until we landed again. It was just about 15 minute hop to Honolulu. But I said, before we get on another airplane, I've got to see a medic. And so we did. I didn't even know if there was one. You froze. On a, there you came back. Okay. Had to see a medic at the, um, at the Honolulu airport. And he listened to my lungs and said, you're breathing in and out. I, I don't see a problem. So what I know, <laughs> you're right. Still breathing lady, get lost. <laughs> I know, right? So I'm popping Benadryl as we hop on this next flight. That's a five, five hour flight over the water. It's just miserable, but with enough rest. Um, Did you think it was something in the plane then? That was I really had no idea. I just, I was completely taken aback. I mean, I had, the reason I was popping Benadryl is because for those five years when I wasn't treating myself well, I was allergic to a lot of things. And so I always carried it with me, not knowing that this was kind of the start of the whole autoimmune illness. So it didn't alarm me to the, I mean, I was alarmed, but not enough to go to say an ER. Yeah, that was down the road. Uh, I with enough rest, I sort of recovered from that episode, didn't think too much of it. A couple of weeks later, I'm sitting at work having a sandwich and all of a sudden I can't breathe again. So then I was able to go. Yeah, it was just strange. Just autoimmune is just so strange. So I did go to my primary care and she's kind of said the same thing. Like that's the where autoimmune is so strange. There's no we don't really know what's happening. I said, I can't go home. Like I've already been through this, cannot do this again. So she got me in with an allergist that afternoon, surprisingly, the only one available. And that doctor had no idea at the time he had interned in a lupus clinic. So he Whoa. was, I know, right? I mean, this is, it was just this divine walk, the whole, you know, the whole walk, but I didn't know it. I mean, I still went in not being able to breathe or having that sensation. He asked me about a hundred questions, took a bunch of blood work and didn't even tell me why, what he suspected. But the fact that he was listening, the fact that yeah. he was engaged, gave me enough comfort to go home that evening. Those tests were very special, took three weeks to get back. In the meantime, episode after episode, ER after ER. And it seemed like every time I saw a new doctor, they would prescribe a med that I was unable to take. I was allergic to it, again, popping the Benadryl. So it was just this up and down, just horrible like experience. Um, one that I'm glad I haven't you know, had to go through those kinds of things again. So it was in, in inside of the aviation industry, a lot of those folks were saying, go find a naturopath. 
And back then, it wasn't the easiest thing to do. No, it right? is now. Right. So you hear it all the time and it's accepted. Back then it was, well, go see them if, you know, you don't want anybody to know you're sick type thing. Yeah. So, right. Or it's, go see that witchy doctor. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and again, I just happened to find like an expert in his field. But seeing that doctor for the first time, um, I, I found healing the start of true healing within 24 hours. He somehow knew that the breathing issues I was having had nothing to do with my lungs, but everything to do with my stomach, my gut. I wasn't able to expand my diaphragm to get a full breath because my gut was in such distress. But like, who knew? I mean, I, I certainly didn't. No. Right. And so he started me fasting right away on a liquid drink full of nutrition. And he had said, um, you know, just do this for a week. I'm sure that that was a bite-sized enough piece for someone to be able to follow his instructions. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad to do. Right? I mean, you could do anything for a few days. It was Monday yeah. and I was to do this till Friday, but Friday came and I started panicking. I didn't want to start eating. So he had given me, because I was so sick, he had given me his cell phone and said, if anything happens, just give me a call. So I did. I called him and I said, do I really, really, really have to start eating? I mean, for the first time, yeah. I'm feeling actually a little bit better. And he said, wow, you're blessed. No, you don't. And so I continued on that for 90 days. During that 90 day period, I was buying that drink mix, if you will, that I mixed with water at the warehouse because I was going oh. through so much of it. And so it was, it was fine. He just couldn't keep enough of it on his shelves, but that's where I met. But they didn't taste as good as they do now. You know, I think God just hid that from me, honestly. I One day I went in and was talking to a new someone I hadn't talked to there before. And she was asking me, well, how does this taste for you? I said, oh, it's amazing. It, I just know it saved my life. You know, I was, I had true, raced true. it, right? And I craved it. It was, it must have had so much of what my body needed that I truly did crave it. And so we started up this conversation, which after I left, I thought, oh, good. She had told me about her son that she had nursed back to health had almost passed and she did it through nutrition. So when I left, I thought, man, I really need to, I need to talk to her again. I need to know what she knows. And they didn't want to, I called back and they didn't want to let me, they said, Oh, well you talk to our manager and she doesn't talk to clients. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I really need to talk to her. So she did. I said, just please take my name and number. And if she's willing to, talk with me, I would just very much appreciate it. And she did call me and she gave me the name of the doctor who would really walk this journey with me, a three-year journey to healing. Um, and I, it, uh, that was all of, all of those experiences were very divinely led. Cause like who would, it was one circumstance after the other that just was put in my path for, you know, the right place, right time type thing. Because I, I think that's what happens when you start going the right direction. It says, okay, we got your back now. We got you, girl. Let's let's keep moving forward. That's exactly right. It's the the universe will step in and give you what you need when you're on the right when you're on the right track. And even if you're not, you know, you maybe stumble here or there, but um, eventually find, you know, find the way. Yeah. Um, did is it very similar to when you started in that process because you didn't really know what you were feeling and how you were reacting but is it very much like Lyme disease because Lyme disease is a very similar type of hidden yeah I don't I don't even know what to call it because well, yeah another you have almost symptoms that are yeah weird unknown. it's hard to diagnose absolutely mm -hmm. so it is and in fact when I've talked to some people and seen what other people have gone through with Lyme's disease. I, it, they're so closely related in terms of symptoms that, you know, who's your guess is as good as mine type thing. Absolutely. Right. They're very, very similar. Mm -hmm. um, so how did, was there a wake up call for you? Was there a, a real, the light bulb went on for you once you got through to a certain point of feeling a little bit better? Definitely. And 
you know, it was what you just said. It was a wake up call. I was going the wrong direction in my life and had an opportunity to redirect. Yes, obstacles to overcome for sure. But the redirection was in the right place that my life was supposed to go. And it was, you know, honestly, I wasn't sure if I would survive because I couldn't take the normal course that other people could. So imagine coming down with an autoimmune. The first, one of the first things that you do is you go to a rheumatologist. I never made it that far. I was seeing ER doctors a lot, but there were no solutions. And I just knew somehow in that space, there was, this wasn't where I was going to find my healing. And in the natural realm, then with dealing just with food and supplements and things like that, um, mm -hmm. there was a lot of grace during this time because I was so sick, but nothing I was doing was normal in terms of what other people would do. So friends, family didn't understand what I was up to. I did crazy stuff to get well. I read every cancer book of someone who had gotten well did. I did everything they did. There wasn't anything on lupus back then in getting no. well, right? Yeah. And chronic illness was that. It was chronic. Um, so I was following protocol that other people couldn't really swallow in terms of or understand or approve of. And so it was a very lonely journey. Um, to, to wellness because it was long. I mean, it's like waking up with the flu for a thousand days. Yeah. But every once in a while, there was that little glimmer. I'd have a few minutes where I felt better. And then a week later, maybe up to an hour where I felt like, wow, I didn't feel terrible this last hour. So little glimmers of hope that kept me on that path doing what I knew to do to get well. Um, so it's 20 years ago, gosh, we didn't have what we have now. Right. I mean, even with um, Crohn's disease, with all the products of gluten-free, and uh, we didn't have all of that sort of type of thing. And to me, it's all very similar because our body's reacting to something from either you're putting in it or that you're around. Yeah. Um, I, I, I truly believe that you know, it's the water we're drinking, it's the drinks we're drinking, it's the food we're eating, it's it's everything. Right. Um, and it's hard to eliminate those things out of your life. You can't, um, it's like diabetics, um, you know, to go shopping or to go to a restaurant like everybody else, you have to be watching what you're eating. Yes. So how did you get from really feeling sick and having that life-changing career change for you. Yeah. So, and as you mentioned, uh, the eating, I, I really had to eliminate everything. So I went through that first 90 days of complete elimination and the, the drink mix, if you will, it was based on a rice-based syrup. So when I added in food, all I could do was steamed zucchini things you could see through once they were steamed. I could pretty much eat. Watermelon. <laughs> yeah. And no, and no fruit. It was only vegetables. Fruit would. So one of the this, uh, things that I had was leaky gut syndrome. And yeah. yeah. And so I couldn't eat anything that would, that would have sugars or anything in it. And because the yeast would just feed on that and create more. Right. So right. Um, for three years, I ate vegetables morning, noon and night once I started eating vegetables and uh, we, we fondly call it even today, the wok meal, I would cook in the wok and I still do uh, vegetables is, is pretty much what I eat. And I can do some rice products, some, and now they have lots of rice products like rice yeah. bread and rice noodles. And so, uh, but, but back then for three years, it was vegetables morning, noon and night. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's a hard one to swallow, basically, because, uh, I mean, you can be a vegetarian, but without fruit, it seems so difficult, doesn't it? But the yeah. sugar is not good for for really anybody's right. gut. 
So and that's, speak. yeah, I had to, I, I, we were really treating that leaky gut. I had a parasite too called blastocystis hominis. And so we were starving out the bad yeast, this parasite, um, all of this wow. had to do with the gut. Yeah. It was just, so I, I, I know this could have gone another way. I, I know it could have gone where I would, wouldn't be here right now for sure. Like I said, there were many nights I wondered if I would wake up the next morning, but I was, my, my stomach was so sensitive that the only thing I could do was that rice drink and vegetables. That was it. Um, and, and there was, there was a time during that, just a really short time during that period where I ventured out and had salmon and some chicken. And that was the one and only audible voice of God experience I've ever had. And one night I clearly heard everything you need to eat is grown out of the ground. And I was down to, I know, and I was down to my lowest weight. I was 105, lost, I had lost so much weight down to, um, I looked like I was 13. I mean, that's what I, that's what I weighed when I was 13 years old. So I looked like I had anorexia. I mean, I looked terrible. Right. And so um, I may, I, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, God. And so I made a deal with them. I said, all right. Cause I just started bringing these two things into, into my diet. And I said, okay, I'll make a deal. If I lose one more pound in this next week, then I, I I'm, I'm going to go back to eating those two things. And I gained two pounds that week. So that was my deal with God. He won. <laughs> and that was it. You know, like that was, I, he really was my, he gave me the next step every single step I took, then I got the next one. But I had to be really faithful in that time to do what he said to do before I got the next step. And so it, it was blind faith, um, walking by the smallest light possible that could light my path. And I just followed it. I I, I knew I was that close to not living, really, you mm -hmm. know, I was just on my way out. So I had to had to follow it. It was survival, pure survival. Absolutely. Um, did, did you feel a difference eating the chicken and the salmon? Um, like, are you a totally vegan then now? So now I, I don't eat any meat and or poultry or fish. Um, I do eat eggs and then, and basically vegetables and some rice type products, but that's, um, that's the extent of my, my diet. It's gotten small again. I did. So once I got well, we were able to have children, which was a total blessing and had three boys. They're all grown up now. But once I was on the other side, you know, I had, I healed. I mean, I truly did. My blood tests were normal. I, there was a time then that I, by the time I was 33, 34, I was asymptomatic. My blood tests reversed and all was well. And so we started having kiddos. And as moms with kiddos, you start eating off of their plate. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a sec. There you come. Okay. So after about 10 years, I was a really poor vegetarian. I was more like a <laughs> carbohydrarian. You know, I ate car carbs all the time. I couldn't stand vegetables. I was done. So I went and flipped exact opposite and went to the Atkins and just ate meat and cheeses and stuff like that, which tasted awesome. The last couple of years, I've switched back over to the vegetarian diet and I have felt like I've gotten 10 years younger. Oh, wow. So yeah, so I know for me now, for the rest of my life here, um, I'll, I'll stay a vegetarian. It's just the most healthy way for me to eat and feel. That your um, body feels good. Right, absolutely. So feel great and love. I love that. You know, I, um, we talk about, I was just talking about having a conversation the other day with someone about depression and folks who suffer from depression have a baseline that even on their good days, their baseline is probably like one of our not so good days. Mm -hmm. And that's the way my body is. Like my good days are really pretty good. But, um, if I do something to thwart that, it throws me down to where I'm not, and I just don't feel good. And and I'm I don't want to not feel good anymore. You know, I've I've had right. enough days of that. Yeah, where feeling good means something to me. So I do what it I means can. More Absolutely. Than, yeah. Um, I find with a brain injury that I had with a car accident that oils are good. So. 
my body seems to function better with MCT oil and um, avocados and, you know, all of that stuff. It, it feeds it. Yes. It's truly funny when, when you start listening to your body, to how you're feeling when you're eating certain things. Do you eat a lot of proteins of uh, beans and peas then? I don't because those are like gas producing. And again, mm -hmm, I've got to be careful. I, I, I just don't feel well. So, and I know another gentleman, uh, his name is Matt Embry and he's, he's from Canada and he got a diagnosis when he was 19 of MS and his diet is much the same. Those of us who feel well, who have been diagnosed with autoimmune can usually feel better if we're specific dietary needs are, you know, uh, requirements and that are, are followed. And he, he does eat lean meats. His diet is lean meats, fruits and vegetables, no beans, legumes, or anything like that, because it is, you know, that just attacks the gut. Right. Um, so corn and stuff nope. like that's difficult nope. too. Interestingly, corn, corn will bring on a flare in a minute. And I had read a study years ago about a woman who just had a severe corn allergy and not lupus, though she was diagnosed with lupus. And when she took corn out of her diet, she was well. It was just a corn allergy. But those corn allergies can be extreme, can mimic um, a lupus, even to the point of testing positive for it. Crazy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, corn is not something that I go down that road at all with. Yeah. So all the things that are similar are Lyme's disease and lupus. Uh, What about Crohn's disease? And um, there's another one for the stomach. And that well, IBS and, and yeah. uh, Fibromyalgia. So all of those kinds of things are all very similar to finding what it is that you can eat that your body feels good for. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's too bad that that message isn't delivered necessarily by Western medicine. Don't want to say that too loud, but like if, if doctors would really, um, acknowledge, (laughs) acknowledge, yes. And just say, Hey, why don't you try this? Um, because I've read plenty, even heart heart docs who were wondering about, like you were mentioning earlier, diabetes is an autoimmune as well. And he's a heart doctor started treating his heart patients or his diabetic patients who were also his heart patients with diet and found not only did their diabetes regulate, but their heart conditions did as well. Amazing what we can do with diet. Um, Did you try intermittent fasting? I do that now. But I didn't back then. I mean, my, every day was almost a fast for me. Back yeah, then. you know, yeah. I did ninety days of it back then, and then often I would just I would not even have the vegetables on a day. I would, you know, so um, I intermittent fasting I think is is great for our bodies, and they and so much literature and information about that out now. Yeah. Do you do it all the time, or just here and there? Then no, just and it's almost. I wouldn't call it a regime, but often I will eat my last meal at somewhere around two or three o'clock in the afternoon. So then it's just sort of what uh, it just sort of works in regularly for me that I'm not planning it out. Did you find any medicines or, you know, whether they're on the shelf or vitamins or anything that was helpful? Nutritional supplements are for me meds. I was just really allergic to to everything out there. Um, but there are nutritional supplements. You mentioned oils. Omega omegas are phenomenal for the brain, and so that's something I take a lot of. It's great for brain fog because with autoimmune, generally comes brain fog. But we would have to eat somewhere around 22, 23 fish a week to get what our brain actually needs. And so we just have to supplement with that. That's something everybody should do. Um, antioxidants are super important. And uh, probiotics and prebiotics are very, very important. I also take like eye vitamins, um, wanting to just keep those those things sharp. And generally with autoimmune comes achy joints. So 
glucosamine is a really great, great thing to take as well. But there are difference in terms of absorbability and what supplements actually provide nutritional supplementation, like help to the body, because there's a lot right. out there that doesn't. So I found some great stuff. Yeah. It sounds so much like um, fibromyalgia, yeah. all you, you know, it's like a combination of a whole bunch of things, right? Like with the body and the soreness and the headaches and the yes. brain fog and the um, it's unbelievable how all of those symptoms are wrapped up into one, your stomach not working right, you're, you probably were you high and then low, or you, you know, you'd have a good day and then a bad day. And well, mostly they were bad. <laughs> you know, honestly, yeah. for, a, for a year and At a half. At the beginning, it, for sure. Yeah, it was, yeah, for a long time, it was just, it was just all bad. But, but I could see, you know, generally things, I just had to believe what I was doing. It's really amazing when I look back on it now, because there were so many days that went by before I saw any improvement. Like, why would you yeah. keep doing this if you don't? But, but I did. And when you say fibromyalgia, that reminds me, I, I had that diagnosis as well. There, it, there was a time when I was seeing that doctor for three years, he said, well, you also have fibromyalgia. And <clears throat> good news is that usually lupus accompanied with fibromyalgia means you won't have the damage to the major organs that lupus can do. You'll just feel crummy for the rest of your life. And I'm like, yeah, oh, thanks. I know. Right. So that was the bad news. But I never I never talked about feeling not well for the rest of my life. Like, again, there was that distinction that I made. I was always seeking how do I get well? Read everything I could, did every every research I material I could get my hands on, I read. Every book about healing I got, every meditation I could have gotten about healing I did. Like I was so bent on getting well. That's the only thing that came into my purview was how do I get well? So I think that was a huge piece of, of getting well is seeking it. Well, and not relying just solely, especially 20 years ago, mm -hmm. like even 10 years ago, things have changed enormously with our foods of yes. gluten-free and our sugar-free and our protein shakes and our, you know, because those protein bars used to taste like cardboard, <laughs> yeah. but now they're not too bad. So yeah. they have come a long way for sure to, to get, something quick that's not like an oreo cookie or something right yes absolutely yeah so what about dairy have you stayed away from dairy as well yeah. I, I i definitely try and stay away from dairy and that's something that um really feeds autoimmune when i watch matt Embry, he says the same thing like his dad is a professor at a at a call university in Canada. And so, or he was at the time when Matt got diagnosed. And of course, if your 19 year old son gets diagnosed with something like this, you go to work to figure it out. And they, I don't have all of his research, but he does offer that. And his research research has found that dairy will promote rapidly autoimmune. So that's something that we need to stay away from. Yeah, all the good stuff, right? <laughs> well, I just found out because I was wondering why I'm on the keto diet, so I eat mm. butter. And butter was sitting on my counter, and it was not very yellow. And then I started thinking, why isn't it melting on the counter? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So then I started looking it up, and in February... I don't know about United States, but in Canada, um, they changed the formula to what they can feed cows. So they're giving cows palm oil, is my understanding, to increase the amount of milk that they can produce hmm. so that they can make more dairy products. Right. Yeah. But I thought... Like, with all our wisdom and knowledge in the hierarchy, that we are supposed to avoid palm oil. It's not good for the environment. It's not good for the forests. It's not good for our body. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? So it's all now, about the money. <laughs> so now I'm looking for real butter. 
like, and that's hard to do. Is that not crazy? Yeah, it I totally agreed. I think there's a, <clears throat> there's an Irish butter that still is the real thing um, out there, but yeah, you, it's so important to continue. You know, we think we have it and then yeah. we need to, yes. So I love your curiosity in terms of even looking that up, like what's going on and, and finding that that that's the case. So that's new to me. So I thank you for that because I'll have to keep an eye out. I mean, I, I cook for my family too. So um, I'll cook differently for me than I do for them. But I'll Because have to... butter has a nice smell, mm -hmm. but the other butter doesn't. It's like wow. lard. It's like a lard. It yeah. doesn't melt. Wow. And so what is that going to do to our bodies? It, I don't know. But right. um, so that was scary. Yeah. Um, then so is the milk different? Is the cream different? Is, you know, now you're like asking about everything. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, my mom was noticing the the milk has a skim of something around the glass that mm. it's leaving, like an oil. Yeah. So I don't know if it's in our milk now, but sure. you know they don't have to put it on the label. Everybody. That's right. That's because right. Because they're not putting it into the end product. Yeah. They're putting it into the feed that they're giving the animals. Wow. Yeah in some shape or form. I'm not really sure or understand why. Yeah. Um, so if anybody out there knows, write down a comment down below. I'd really right. appreciate it. It's a and mystery I'm sure to our listeners solved. would too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on, dairy farmers. Come on. Let, let find, tell us why. Yeah. Oh, good. Good observation. Mm. Yeah. So what are they doing to their cheeses and everything else? Do you eat tofu? I don't only because I'm allergic to soy. Oh, yeah. So that isn't a protein that I can consume. Yeah. Gosh, that eliminates a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's easier just to think about what I can eat than what I don't. I'm in honestly, that's just the way I have to look at it. And sometimes I know over the years dieting and this and that, I've always been that type of a person anyway. Just tell me what I can do because yeah, um, yeah. I'll 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 make anything um bad, if you will, if when I was, you know, doing the Atkins, I could make that a super, uh, that's when I did eat dairy. I did for those for a few years there. And I have to say, I didn't feel bad on, on that particular regime for a period of time. And then our body chemistry changes, and then I had to change with it. So I think, and that's a key thing. Our body is constantly changing and to be in tune with what that is doing, you know, to, to listen, Hey, why am I not feeling as well? Why am I more tired when I get up in the morning? Why don't I have as much energy during the day? These are questions we should be asking ourselves so that we can make the appropriate adjustments. What about goat products? Does that work? Never okay? tried them. I've never tried them. I, it's a great idea. And I, and I, but at the same time, I've eliminated all of what would take its, you know, what that would take its place of. So it's just better not to go down that road. Because uh, it might be an option for for some people. What about Certainly. almonds, uh, almond milk, and <laughs> almond butter and nuts? So great question again. I'm allergic to almonds, so I can't do the almond milk. But I do rice milk. So if I, you know, and I can do some oat milk as well. Um, so those are the the two things that are in my fridge right now, and then other stuff for my, you know, for my family. Um, cereals? Is there any cereals that you can have? Like, is there a granola or anything? Great. A, a, another great question. So I, I'm just thinking about what's in my pantry right now and it's rice checks. If I have a cheat, it would be that with some maple syrup and some rice milk. You know, if I just want something sweet and feel normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It, it's just, it's an easy, um, easy kind of small meal or whatever that I can eat if I get hungry. Yeah. Um, for lunch, is, there's I think there's rice roll-ups now that you, like a tortilla shells or there's yes. lots of corn ones, but I think there's rice now too. So you could use mm -hmm. that with some vegetables and mayonnaise and mustard and kind of thing. So I don't do the, the condiments, if you will, but what I would do is put the vegetables, like I'll, I'll broil some vegetables and rice and put those in and have a, have a vegetable rice wrap. Yeah, that's it. That's a treat. That would be. It sounds yummy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that could be a dinner too, I guess. Or absolutely. Yep. 
So you have to make two meals, one for the I family do. and one for you? I do. I do indeed. So over uh, the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, lots of fun. I'm not kidding yet. Um, so on to the next. So we talked about what we're putting in our bodies, but we also have to know what medicines we talked about. What about and supplements? What about our environment, our water, our drinks, and our cleaning products? Yeah, all just super on point questions. Water, we do get purified water. We, we, um, we have a system to, to do that. And so it's so important to drink good water. Know what kind of water you have. And if you don't know, get it tested. In the U.S., it's probably different than Canada. But in the particular neighborhood we live in, the the, the water is so hard with calcium, they can't even test how hard it is. So we, we, yeah, we have to do some alternate things there. And environmental, I didn't know how much chemicals in this is more monitored and regulated in Canada than it is in the United States. But there are a lot of chemicals and ingredients in just the things we brush our teeth with, wash our hair, all those personal care things, cosmetics, uh, laundry, cleaning, all of those things here in the U.S. that we just need to do better for. So you can find some privately owned independent manufacturing companies mm -hmm. that make them much cleaner. And I did that at one point. Um, Oh, fast forward probably 15, 18 years. And lupus is such a hormonal disorder that when I did all this research when I was 30, I thought I'll probably have some issues as I'm going through these hormonal shifts when I get older. And that's exactly what happened. So was able to live those 15, 18 years or so just however I wanted, stay out in the sun, eat what I wanted, all of it. And then my body started slowing down again and I started breathing heavy. And this time it wasn't like I couldn't breathe. It was just my heart rate was up all the time. And I went to the doctor and he sent me to the ER once again on this road of what's happening. And they diagnosed me with Graves disease. Well, that's an autoimmune issue where the, the antibodies attack the thyroid, put your body in hyperspeed. So my heart rate was 120 just at rest, which wow. when I, I know, right, I was on an eternal treadmill. I was Holy tired, cow. but my heart rate was going. And so if I got up to unload the dishwasher, it was at 150. And if I was on the treadmill, 180. So it, it could be dangerous. And they, of course, care about stroke and heart attacks and things like that. So I got home and I looked up what Graves' disease was, and I immediately called the endocrinologist and said, hey, listen, you know, all that blood you just took, could you please run a test for um, lupus? And she said, well, I can, I won't know how to read it. And I said, well, I will. And of course, my tests came back just as high as they had 15, 18 years prior. So devastated, absolutely. I didn't know how I was going to get through this next bout of lupus because at the time, my husband had been furloughed from his position. I wasn't working. And just to do what I did back that many years ago was a thousand bucks a month between supplements, the drink mix I was on. Different food that you're mm -hmm. eating. Exactly. And we didn't have that. We didn't have it. And I went to bed one night and said, God, you're going to have to bring it to me. I have no resources. I had gone up to the clinic that I had healed with before and it was going to be a $300 intake. They no longer took insurance, all out of pocket. There wasn't any money. And now we had three kids to support. So it wasn't like we could spend anything on my healing. It's so frustrating because when you want to eat properly, it's so much cheaper just to grab that McDonald's hamburger and a bag of chips. Yeah, it, it is. the Those go-tos, um, obviously that had to to, to stop like immediately. And I tried to replicate what I knew I had taken before omegas and antioxidants and these things, but to no avail because really the, the grocery store equivalent was not an equivalent at all. But my niece had reached out and she shared with me a manufacturing company that I could start shopping. That was clean, made great supplements. I did that within the, I mean, the upside of the story was within three weeks, I woke up one morning no symptoms what whatsoever and within nine months my blood test reversed so i know that chemicals that are in the things we use every day i know that good nutrition yeah if we can handle those things um those are key in terms of either regaining our health or remaining healthy and i know there's a lot more products out there many more choices 
or yeah, than there used to be. Yep. I think maybe 20 years ago, there was Melaleuca, there was Watkins, there was, um, I'm not sure if Mary Kay fell into that for makeup or not. Um, back then they may be now but not back then yeah yeah i'm just trying to remember some right. of the things but now there's even at the grocery store here there are organic products uh, i think burt's bees have organic line um, there's makeup lines now um, there's uh, uh, laundry soaps that are organic uh, so to speak, I guess that's how they're labeling them. I'm not really sure what that means. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think that's key. The last time I looked, a lot of the things that we see out there have been gobbled up by the bigger companies and people don't know that. And so it is, what I can recommend is that people are extremely diligent in what brand they are using because there's a lot of um, like you said in the beginning, companies don't have to put things on their labels. Here in the U.S., back in the 1950s, there was legislation passed. And for good reason back then, it just doesn't serve the people today. Yeah. That for proprietary reasons, people in um, you know, manufacturing companies don't have to label, put the ingredients that are in a product. So because it's it's just, again, for proprietary. So someone can't, another company couldn't start up and use those same ingredients and make it. And then you've got competition. But now it just doesn't support us in terms of the, the, the shoppers, the consumers. Uh, so right. a lot of crazy stuff. I know there's a lot of organic brands made naturally. But what websites. is and what isn't? It's so difficult to it is. maneuver. It is. I actually developed a class called what what toxins are lurking in your home and I gave that at rec centers and libraries because I you know people just need to be aware I think that's the first thing awareness is key and then the due diligence like do your diligence look and seek um not just on a label I, I there was one brand in particular that I had become aware of that the label looks and there's a and it's an entire brand that you can find yeah. at the grocery store and I went to I started just googling I went to their website when you go to the website that's where you found where I found all the ingredients and some of the really dangerous ingredients are in that brand, just not on the label, but they do put it wow. on their website. Yeah. So oh that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a person has to do their due diligence. You have to look. And if, if it's something that is um, necessary for your next moment, do the mm -hmm. research now. If it's something that can wait on, you know, just do your research as it comes when you're aware, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And when I got well in three weeks after that last bout eight, nine years ago, I went to work and I researched like crazy. Cause I thought what on earth could be the things, you know, in these things I'm using toothpaste and shampoo that could make me not just sick with one illness, but graves and lupus I'm like, this is crazy. And I just switched brands. That's all I did. I didn't change any of my eating during that time. A couple of years ago, I changed. But during that time, yeah. nothing. And my blood test went back to normal. I mean, that's so. So I did the research because I, I really had to. And I recommend that, you know, for people who are struggling. If you're struggling with autoimmune or and there's so much that falls into that category now. Yeah. Eczema. Oh. Definitely do the research. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I find I have a lot of, uh, I've had quite a few clients with lupus. Mm. And they would be good for a long time. And then, like you said, you'd have a bout where it would reoccur. But do you know how long that time is going to last? And do you have to make that other shift again? Like, how do you change that when it Great. comes back? Yeah, great question. So so for me, it was just another layer. It was what I was using in my home. For someone else, it might be some of the foods that they're eating. But it just it just helps us layer by layer get better and better. Um, the three things that I know are super important is what we're putting in our bodies, what we're putting on our bodies, and the things that we're breathing in and using to you know clean our homes and things like that. We have control over those things. We don't have control over what's being sprayed outside or whatever, but the things that are inside our home and that we put inside our bodies, we do have control over that. Yeah. Um, what types of 
things do you use for the family? Do you go the same way? Like you don't, you eat differently, but is that, it, it's what I'm trying to say is that it's hard not so much to have different foods for your family and you, but you want them to be healthy too. So mm -hmm. you want the environmental stuff to stay healthy. You want the stuff they're putting in their hair yep. and all of that kind of stuff. So you don't do two types of nope. things. We all that. shop the same store. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and everybody's well, you know, I have one of my kids, he has struggled with um, eczema and psoriasis, asthma, those kinds of things. And as long as he sticks with this brand, he's fine. So oh, even good. laundry detergent, I mean, it, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that from allergies and eczema and things like that, too. Yeah. We say eczema and you say eczema. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Eczema, I can call it that, too. <laughs> it's funny how we say things a little bit differently. Um, what types of things do you speak on then when you do your speaking engagements? Sure. Well, I love to speak on overcoming the obstacles in our lives and using those obstacles to redirect us to the true path that we're supposed to be on. Uh, that's what happened to me. And I, I listen, those, those folks out there who have overcome the obstacles uh, can speak to very much the same thing. You know, we find our true selves, our other self, as some authors write about when we uh, get to be challenged with adversity. And mm -hmm. it's what we do with that, that makes a difference in terms of not just surviving, but thriving, giving back to others and sharing what we know so that we can bless someone else along the way. And it's, it's quite funny how you said that we have to learn how to eat, we have to learn what our environment is, we have to learn what we're putting on our body. And it's very similar, I found, working with clients for risk as well. Because with your backup plan, it's nice and easy to use, but people don't understand why they have to do certain things in the app. So when I created the Emerging Blueprint, that's the part of the research that I like that, that you say that you help with, because that's what I help with. So with people understanding why do they have to have a will? Why do they need a power of attorney? People think, well, and they know they need it, but they don't understand why. What does their life insurance policy look like? Under being able to understand it so you can talk the same language when you go in to see that financial expert, when you see that investment advisor, understanding what you have before you reach that point of discussion. And it's very similar to what you're saying is understanding what's in your products, understanding what it could do or influence to your body. Um, uh, you know, if we don't understand it, we're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. That's what I found. If you don't understand what's in the butter and you just continue using it that way, but if you're starting to read research and understand why you have to do certain things, it makes things so much easier. Mm -hmm. Yes. So understanding does put us into action where maybe we wouldn't have um, before. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm worried, well, what are they doing to the eggs? What are <laughs> yeah. they doing to chicken? I know it's a, I mean, you know, just, the list goes on. Mm -hmm. It does. And I know a lot of people who, raise their own chickens now and get their own eggs. And then those who don't, but are in the know, buy their eggs from them. So, you know, we're, we're, we are an evolving people and we will find alternatives. And I think that's, um, that's what, like what you're doing is so important, Tina, because you're giving people simple, easy steps to take care of these things that we're generally not good at taking care of. Yeah. And if we can look at our health in the same way, you can take care of all those things. But if you don't have your health, all those things don't matter. The only thing that matters when you're sick is how do I get well? And if we can 
take care, just be mindful, being mindful. What are we shopping for? What are we eating? And finding those nuggets along the way mm -hmm. that, oh, I found this thing, you know, that just so glad I found this brand or this, just this little snippet of information. Um, and, and so it's not, we, we can never do a big overhaul in our lives all at once, but we can take on something new every week. Like if it's just one thing, a week. Yeah, I'm going to tackle mm -hmm. this this week. And it makes us feel so good about what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It feels as, you know, we just, we know we're on the right track and yeah. Do you have any recipe books? I don't because my, so in my book called Life After Lupus, I do share what I eat and how I fix those things, but it only takes up a few pages because my diet is so limited. So it wouldn't be worth it. But I can say for your listeners, Matt Embry has a website called mshope.com and he provides a cookbook, a free cookbook oh. for anybody. You can go there and download it and or you can have it sent to you for free. He literally does everything um, so very generous with his time. I would recommend following him. You know, if anybody does have MS and or any autoimmune disorder, um, follow the people that have gotten well. He's one, I'm one. So Matt Embry, again, he's a Canadian. And then myself um, on the Life After Lupus. Two different Where's autoimmune, but very similar wellness stories. Uh, absolutely. Where is he located in Canada? Do you know? Toronto or Ontario? I, I want to say Alberta, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Just in yeah. case anybody in that area listening that, that right. would uh, know. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I would love to, you know, I'd be the perfect person, even though I don't have that type of uh, disease, but I would love to watch you on Instagram and TikTok to what you're making every day. So there you go. There's a new <laughs> venture for you. Okay. All right. Because That's there's so many people that want to eat better. Right. And where do you start? Like, what do you do? I, I 100% understand. You know, um, whether so you want to lose weight or whether mm -hmm. you want to eat properly yeah. or better or mix it into your diet two or three times a week or whatever Definitely. that looks like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good thoughts. I appreciate that. Thanks. I'd be one of your watchers. <laughs> okay. I'll maybe have to look at doing that. Come to my kitchen. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I want to see the TikTok dances as well. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't ventured onto that platform yet, but I may have to. People keep telling me, you really should. Yeah. So, anyway. There you go. I'm one of many telling you now. Okay. Um, so, your books, you only mentioned one. So, what are your books all about? So, I do write daily devotions and prayers, and I have a book <clears throat> that is a 90 day devotional. Um, I have a prayer book. I have written a bunch of poems to my kiddos. So for Christmas, I put all their poems that I've written them so they don't have to find them in scraps. Your backup plan. That's a perfect. I wanted to, you know, so they weren't having to look and find all these things when I'm gone. Um, I put <clears throat> prayers and poems in a book for them. And that's part of the treasure box. Yes. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I told the kids, we're not going to do a for buy you Christmas this year. And I didn't want them to buy. It was like all homemade gifts. So I decided to uh, upload that on Amazon. And then my latest book is one on, I've written about a hundred songs and with each one of the lyrics with those songs goes a story. So I did publish that book as well called God's Whispers and Melodies and upcoming books, a couple of journals that can help people really get a great start for their day. And eventually writing on mindset in a biblical way mm -hmm. so that I think the maybe some believers, some Christians who haven't been able to accept some of the positive mental attitude things out there can, can really see this is what Jesus said. It's just in a different way. So that's upcoming. Those are some upcoming cool. things I'm doing. Do you sing and play music as well or? Yeah, and that's a, I have some of that on my YouTube channel. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Did you so, want to do a little song for us? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be thought of and prepared and all of that. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. <clears throat> it's, it sounds lovely anyways. It was a beautiful, I tell you, inside of a few years, um, and it was, I, I, I was sitting at the piano one day and I just prayed, God, would you ever bless praise and worship? And literally, 
this download of a song came that it that could be a cantata, like could be done with an orchestra. And and it was so overwhelming. I, oh my gosh. And that happened in three days. And then song after song, just I just kept hearing the music and I'd go and I'd find it at the piano and the lyrics would come. And sometimes the lyrics would come before I'd get the notes, but it's like God wrote this gorgeous music. And it was a very transformative time in my life. Like that's how we, he grabbed a hold of my heart and softened mm-hmm. it and made it usable by him. So it was when I get too busy, I quit hearing the music. And that's why I'm saying like, no, not now I can't do it right now. But, but uh, when I get quiet and, and really avoid the chaos, I start hearing the music again. Well, it's kind of like when you're going inside yourself and it's a meditation type of yeah. thing um, that you can download this type of energy. Right. Um, what um, do you play the piano then? Mm-hmm. And- Mm-hmm. And guitar or just the piano? Oh, that must be beautiful. Now you've got me interested in hearing these. <laughs> so it's on your YouTube channel? Yes. Okay. One, I have two YouTube channels. One is the Life After Lupus, and the other is just my name, where I you know, find me under Andrea Lendy on YouTube. Okay. Okay, perfect. So, listeners, I've put down below all the types of uh, all of Andrea's descriptions below. I believe I have, anyways. I hope I have. I'll double check it, but I'll make sure it's all there for everybody. Um, Did you have any final messages that you'd like to give to people struggling with these types of autoimmune diseases? I just really want to impress upon anyone suffering from autoimmune that there is a possibility of healing, that our bodies are meant to heal. And if we just open that up a little bit, we'll be on a different path. And so that's really my message for them. And for those who aren't sick, see what we can do to uh, just feel better. There's so many people who are walking around and, and not feeling well every day. And there's some very simple changes we can make to reverse that. Yes. And a lot of times it ends up, it, it starts in your stomach. It, I've read that over and over that every disease starts in the gut. So what are we putting in? My mom, I remember being a young kid and my mom would say, which one is the boss of your body? Is it your brain or your stomach? Yeah. I think it's your stomach. And now even a lot of um, psychiatrists are finding there's, there's more neuroreceptors in the gut than there are in the brain. So they'll treat even schizophrenia now with probiotics. And within a year, episodes are far diminished. There's, there's magic in the gut. <laughs> we just have to find it. Treat it well, because it does regulate everything else. Absolutely. Um, Suzanne Summers has really amazed me because she's gone through cancer Uh, previously. She's changed her diet. She has quite a few books out for Mm -hmm. eating, uh, which are very, very helpful for anybody wanting to lose weight or eating healthier. As well, I don't know if you're aware, Andrea, but she's come out with a gut protein mixture for your gut. Wow. Um, and And she has a pure organic skincare line as well. So go Suzanne Summers. I'm right. here for you. Right. Yep. Agreed. So anybody listening, um, check her, her website out as well. If you're wanting to look further into uh, better products that you can't find at the drugstore or grocery stores around you. Um, that's, I guess, where the natural food stores have become so very popular mm-hmm. lately in the last I've seen a real change in the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. For people. So thank you, Andrea, for coming on. I can't believe all your words of wisdom. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Tina. Um, It was a real delight to have you come on and really give some people some inspiration to have a better day, to look at what you're eating, look at what the environment is giving you, Um, And if you're not sure about your butter, put it on your counter (laughs) and see what happens. (laughs) Right. Oh, craziness. I I just can't believe the world we live in now. It's even before our, like, who would ever think that our dairy products would change? Right. 
Mhm. Crazy. So, um danke fürs hören meine deutsche Freunde. Thank you for my German friends as well. Thank you for listening to our podcast and our live stream today. It was a delight to have Andrea come on. All of her books and her website is down below for anybody struggling or if you know someone who's struggling with an autoimmune disease. Um Brené Brown always says everyone has a story that will bring you to your knees. just like Andrea's story and be the survival guide for someone else what will your story be and that's exactly what Andrea and I have given you is the survival guide to understanding how to overcome how to live freer and better and feel better about yourself because you can't you can't get rid of it right Andrea you have to live with it learn to live with it. Yeah. Unfortunately. But that's what we're up against now. So sometimes we have to do that and me too. You know, after uh, a brain injury or a car accident, you have to learn how to live with your new body, your new structure. So it's I guess very similar. Mm-hmm. So thank you listeners for coming out today. It was a delight to have you come on. Um make sure you reach out to that person that you love and that you're thinking about right now listening make sure you give them a call facetime them whatever it takes send your love um tell them how much you care because you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring you never know what tomorrow will look like so why not reach out today and say hey i love you to that person So, thank you everyone. Thank you listeners. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you give it a thumbs up. Make sure you follow us on our podcast streams on many different platforms. I always end our podcast with Carol Burnett, and I know Andrea knows who Carol Burnett is. She was a she's a absolute beautiful comedian that makes the world a better place and I always end my podcast with with Carol Burnett. I'm so glad we had this time together just to have a laugh or sing a song. Seems we just get started and before you know it comes the time we have to say so long. So so long everyone. So long Andrea. It's a delight to have you on our show today. try to educate people more on these types of diseases it was absolute uh honor for me to have you come on our show today thank you it was such a pleasure to be here oh nice so thank you everyone thank you for coming out today make sure you like share and subscribe to our channel follow us on many different platforms stay safe wear a mask till next time lots of love bye